Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here as always with my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? Good morning, good morning. It's time to do a mock good morning. Good morning to you. Hi, Adam. Hello, Mr. Birdsall. I'm how doing, are you? I, I'm doing great. I am doing great. Well, especially after that wonderful rendition. Thank you so much. What can oh, I say? Morning. I'm a showman. Yep. I'm a showman, and I am here to entertain the people. I think something also that will entertain the people is our very first real deal, no fooling, ultra super serious mock draft. Oh, always. Uh, everything on this podcast is always ultra super serious. Everything. Yes. Exactly. I mean, that we, we, just, we, we just show all the time no personality, no spunk, no nothing. Yeah, no. Always We're, on task, always delivering the goods, always right on schedule, never diverting from the path, always no looking to take the straight and narrow right to our direct objective. That's right. No talking about hot tub time machine and then get, nope. and then the Godfather. Nope. None of that. I don't recall. No. I've never heard of that in my life. Yep. No. Speaking talk. of, I did see hot tub time machine on uh, on television last night. Did you see the part where? They, uh, where they were watching the AFC Championship game, with the with the drive. No, I did not, because I was just scrolling through to see what I was going to watch after the Yankee game was over. Well, I think that's like and the end of the movie. So it it was like the beginning of the movie, and then Hot Tub Time Machine was going to run to like one in the morning. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, yeah, I just I I do not have the mental fortitude to uh, to do this. And then I went on FIFA, and you would be very very interested to uh, to know this. So right now on FIFA, it is a team of the season time. Mm-hmm. I've packed three team of the seasons from the Premier League. All of them are from Manchester City. Phenomenal. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Ilkay Gundogan, Ruben Diaz, and Joao Cancelo. Joao Cancelo was on team of the season? Really? Joao Cancelo, his card is sick. Yeah, but like, he's not like great. His card is sick. I'm well, sure it is. It was, it's a fan vote. It's oh. a fan vote. So, he won the fan vote. Congratulations, Joao Cancelo. But no Kieran Tierney, no Bukayo Saka? Come on. Good for him. That's a joke. That's a disgrace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen. I mean, Ruben Diaz, God bless that man and his probable concussion after blocking after blocking, <laughs> after blocking two balls with his head. Poor really, Wolves. Wolves, a, Wolves watched Ruben Diaz for three and a half years. They wanted to sign him in five different windows. And Med City comes in in one window, bam, done. And Wolves could have had a top three center back of the world, probably. Poor Wolves. Yeah, poor Wolves. I hope Raul Jimenez is still is okay. Still. Yeah, he still doesn't. I mean, you clash heads with David Luiz. I mean, that's that's the situation. There's only one winner, and it's David Luiz. You think that the hair would like be like sort of an airbag? Well, David Luiz is a very hard skull because of because of that hair. You need yeah. a solid foundation for that hair to rest on. It's true. Emphasis on solid. Solid. <laughs> solid. Anyway, so enough talking about football. Let's talk about football. As we like to say. I hate you. <laughs> I know. I hate you. It's funny that we almost made a Star Wars reference. Really? Yeah, no, because it's like when you said it's kind of like when Leia. I hate you. No, not that. No, it's like oh, it was something else. No, it's like it's almost like when Leia said to Han, "Like I love you," and then Han Solo said, "I know." So you're like, "I hate you," and I said, "I know." I hate you. I know. Listen, Tuesday was May the fourth. Wednesday was Revenge of the Fifth. We got to get in our Star Wars. <laughs> I've never heard that one. That's brilliant. I know. It's great. I just saw it on I've Twitter. I've never heard that one. Yeah. Revenge I, of the Fifth. I saw it on Twitter um, on Wednesday. I love it. I love it. That is brilliant. Yep. That is fucking brilliant. I know. I thought that May the Fourth was genius, but Revenge of the Fifth, phenomenal. Uh, fun fact, fun fact. Revenge of the Sith is my favorite Star Wars film. And it's not close. It's not close. Any other answer is wrong. 
Really? Abs- What's your favorite? Empire Strikes Back. Okay, Empire Strikes Back is a great shout. Uh, that, that is a great shout. Return, <laughs> to, Return of the Jedi also also uh, great Return of the Jedi is my second favorite. Yes, I, I but Revenge of the Sith. You have everything. You have absolutely everything. And I want everyone to stop with the hate about Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen played Anakin Skywalker brilliantly. The problem was that he was just scripted absolutely horribly. That was not Hayden Christensen's fault. Blame George Lucas. Blame George Lucas for that one. But well, he could have done a bit more, especially in Attack of the Clones. Yes, ve- very true. Very, very, very true. But, Adam, I have a question for you. Yep. And this is going to test if we can ever do a podcast together again. The best lightsaber duel. Go. Well, I think we've done this before. And I've mm, said maybe. that my, my favorite lightsaber duel is the one at the end of Return of the Jedi with Luke Skywalker and um, Darth Vader and, and an Emperor Palpatine. It's the wrong answer. I understand. But, but, you, but, yeah. but at least you didn't say Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, that one kind of sucked. That one, that's the most overrated one. Nobody, everyone says I'm on, I'm on like drugs for that. It's overrated as hell. The only reason why people think that that, that lightsaber duel is cool is because you have Darth Maul with a double-edged lightsaber. That's it. Yeah. Other than that, other than that, the whole the whole fight sucked. Honestly, I'm surprised people don't mention the Luke versus Vader at the end of uh, Empire Strikes Back. No, that's yeah. one that's it's also slept on. Yeah, people do not mention that a lot. And and I will say another one that is really really slept on is Yoda versus Chancellor Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith. Honestly, that just looks comical with like. Yoda, who's like a foot tall, just jumping around. It just doesn't make any sense. Yoda's sick. Yeah, what do you got against my, my man Yoda? No, well, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that does not make sense. Yoda's a Jedi master. Chancellor Palpatine just got his ass fried. I know, but it's just like going from how Yoda was portrayed in in empire strikes back it just doesn't seem like yoda's the kind of guy that would just be like yeah i'm gonna hop around and and fight emperor palpatine with a lightsaber and not just use the force well he's he's a king i mean what what do you what i don't i'm struggling to understand what you have against my man yoda i have nothing against them i'm just saying if if you really want someone to have a grudge against. against the choreography than yoda if you want someone to have a true grudge against Adam, Mace Windu. Really? Mace Windu? Yes! And Fuck why is Mace that? Windu. Fuck Mace Windu. Overrated as hell. All right, then. Overrated can, as hell. We can just do this forever, but we can't. But we shouldn't. Because... Well, we can. No. You yeah, were the we chosen one! You were sent to destroy this and not join them! From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> That's how he sounds. It, that that is very 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 good Anakin Skywalker impression. Yeah, that. Well, at least that's how I have brought peace, freedom, and justice to my new empire. Adam, fill in the blank. I haven't seen the movie in a while. Your new empire. Oh yeah. Come well, on, that's like the that's the best meme from all of Star Wars. Come on, I thought you only see it on TikTok Star- about twice a day. I well, I'm not on TikTok, but I thought the best meme from the from all of Star Wars is democracy. That's that's a good shout too. Democracy, <laughs> democracy, so funny. Anyway, let's. I'm get so into happy this. that we've spent the last ten minutes talking about Star Wars. I mean, I can't I can't see how much time that we've spent on uh, in recording. But that was excellent, an excellent use of time. As we no. said before, we just keep on the straight and narrow. We, we, we just go right towards our objectives, and, and, and that's that. We don't go off, the, we don't go off the, the trail at all. You're not actually listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You're actually listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Star Wars Show. That's right. That is absolutely right. I didn't think that when you said sarcastically that we always stay on our, to- on our topic and we never go on tangents that we would – uh, disprove ourselves so quickly we we always do okay before we move on before we move on very quickly very 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 quickly Adam, 
I, I, I need a, I need an answer on this. Mm-hmm. We're not including the newest trilogy. That sucked. I don't, I don't even want to even discuss those. I like the Force Awakens. Yeah. Okay. We're talking episodes one to six. Okay. One to six only. Rank them from best to worst. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, best. So, best first. So, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. Very interesting. The only one I would possibly change, I would switch a New Hope with return of the jedi because those two are are tied in my book but i really do like return of the jedi i have revenge of the sith return of the jedi empire strikes back a new hope phantom menace attack of the clones really you think that attack of the clones is the worst it's one and two are very interchangeable okay very interchangeable It, it 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 really depends on the day that's fair really really depends on the day I, I put one there just because liam neeson if i don't say liam neeson is not dead last he will find me and he will kill me so I, i'm fair. just i'm protecting myself from that well liam neeson was not the reason that that movie was terrible oh let's no. be fair no no there were so many other reasons why that movie was terrible two words darth maul well three words jar jar banks oh stop that stop that right now you are out of your mind one acronym Dr. Binks is not fully responsible for the reason why that movie was terrible. A large well, part, yes. A, a large part, yes. But the complete and total reason? No, absolutely not. No, he wasn't. It's it's Darth Maul, Jar Jar Binks, all this all the ridiculous CGI, the bad acting, the racist stereotypes, a lot of it. A lot of it's bad. A, a lot of it is is very 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 bad like next level bad honestly i think a lot of people will probably give you shit for putting uh return of the jedi ahead of empire strikes back in a new hope probably probably but then but then again this i am this i am the same guy that has revenge of the sith as the best uh, star wars movie when when a lot of people say that it is it is the most overrated i would say it's overrated you're out of your mind. You are absolutely out of your mind. It's overrated by the people that like it. Are you fucking crazy? No. You are fucking crazy. Okay. I need one one more opinion from you and then we can move on to this mock draft. This is like filling news and notes. This is like news and notes. We're just filling each other right on Star Wars. Okay. We could be talking about Aaron Rodgers, but we're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker and Jar Jar Binks. Count Dooku. Yeah. Do we like, are we a fan of Count Dooku or are we not a fan of Count Dooku? I think I like Count Dooku, but I wish that they did more with him. That's exactly what I was going to say. It, 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 word for word. Underwhelming. Because there is so much that could have been done with a Jedi that turned, that turned uh, his back on the order on the council yes. and became a Sith. But they just Correct. didn't talk about it. Nope. They had the, the, whole, until... the whole backstory of that, they just completely ignored. It's all in the comics. And it's right. like, it's ridiculous. Right. It didn't even touch on it. And uh, one more. Pro- uh, in my opinion, one of the funniest characters in, in all of Star Wars, General Grievous. Uh, I the, absolutely the love General Grievous. He's I absolutely love General Grievous. I can't, I can't get enough. Another guy who didn't get a lot of screen time. A lot of screen time. No, but the screen time that he did get was awesome. And another character that I kind of wish that they expanded upon. Because, like, it's so... It's such an interesting concept. Yes! Having an android... Like, he's not a robot. No. But he behaves like a droid. Mm-hmm. But he's an actual person. Right. And, yeah, just the whole origin story and whatever... But yeah, that I mean, that's George Lucas is just like I have all these ideas, but I can't flush them out. Exactly, Adam. I'm so happy that we just spent the last 15, 20 minutes talking about Star Wars. Me too. I love Star Wars. I it's my favorite. It 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 is my favorite. 
Yeah. Now, are you, you played... are you a, are you a Harry Potter guy? Not really. Thank God. Thank God. My respect for you just went up about five levels. I used to kind of like Harry Potter, but then like J.K. Rowling is just a horrible human being. That's true. Very true. She does suck. That, yeah. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you you are a Lord of the Rings guy, right? I do like Lord of the Rings. Okay, I, I thought so. I, I I think I remember we had this conversation a while ago. Because you never watched it. Yes. You never watched any of them. Yes, correct. And you've made some Lord of the Rings references before. Yeah. But we we can at least get along with the uh, with Star Wars, and your Star Wars takes aren't too bad. No. At least One... you didn't tell. At least you didn't come on here and say that Darth Maul is the best is the best villain in Star Wars. anybody, anybody who says that is dead to me. That's ridiculous. Anybody who says that is dead. I, I've heard it on more than one occasion. How is it not either Darth Vader or Emperor Palpatine? Uh, thank you. Well, I think I think it was more talking about the ones that aren't as um, mainstream, I guess. Like excluding Darth Vader and uh, Emperor Palpatine. I mean, Count Dooku is up there. He's also Count Dooku is absolutely up there. General Grievous is absolutely up there. Yeah. I mean, how can how can you hate General Grievous? It's true. That's pretty badass. Hello there. You, did you like my Obi Wan my Obi Wan impression when he uh, when he jumps down in front of um, General Grievous? Yeah, I thought. Hello that, there. I thought that you and McGregor was right here among us in this room. Adam, I cannot wait for the Obi Wan Disney Plus series. I cannot wait. Same. It is going to be so good. With I'm excited. My guy, Ewan McGregor. My guy. What is he an Arsenal fan too? No, he's actually not an Arsenal fan. Oh. He's just my guy. Because I I I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Love him. Give me give me Obi-Wan Kenobi over both the Skywalkers a hundred times out of a hundred. Well, all right then. Hundred times out well, of a hundred. Don't you mean like all three Skywalkers? Cause what do you what do you got against Princess Leia? I I, I it, Just Princess Leia. Love Princess Leia. Great lady. Great lady. And I, I do have an answer for the uh, the football club that uh, Ewan McGregor supports. It's St. Johnston. I don't know who that who that is. For what? That uh, is. Neither do I. Maybe maybe it's uh, from the uh, the Irish league. Oh, the Irish Premier League. Yes, could be. Oh no, he's Scottish. Okay, it's from it's from the Scottish Premier League. Well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known anything else. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I don't know. I only know like the only two. The only two Scottish. The only two Scottish teams that I that I know, of course, are are Celtic, of course, number one. Well, I know a few, but the two what big about, ones, Celtic, yeah. Celtic, and then of course, of course, course, my best friend's team that he manages in Rangers, Mister Steven Gerrard, great guy. What about Hearts, Aberdeen? Dundee? Dundee Aberdeen, United. Dundee. Fuck Aberdeen. They were managed by Alex Ferguson. <laughs> we we love Alex Ferguson. Great guy. Asshole. But it's a shame that Alex Ferguson is the second best manager to ever come out of Scotland. Okay. It's it's of course Steven Gerrard. Of course. Of course. Yee! Of course. Can we just talk about this mock draft, please? We've killed enough time, so we, we we can definitely have lots of time to discuss this mock draft. Now again, our, once once again, Adam, straight and narrow. Now that all of our listeners have left, we can talk about this mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> Are they all gone? Let's do it. Fuck. There we go. So, we are doing a full point PPR mock, snake mock draft as per usual. And per usual, is that what the kids say? That's what the kids say. It is 10 mm. teams. Totes realsies? Yeah, that's correct. And our draft position is fifth. No, we're going to randomize it. Oh, we're going to randomize it? Okay. Of course. Let's, let's randomize it. Course. And we are going to randomize our draft position. Mr. Brotsall, please do the honors. Jamie Carragher, would you like Would you like to do the randomized draft audience? Yes. Oh, we've got the fifth position at the moment. We're going to randomize the draft position. We got the first pick! Woo! Believe it! Unbelievable. The Champions League and the Premier League! And the FA Cup! And the League Cup! Liverpool! My football club! Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. 
in case you couldn't understand through all the scouts. <laughs> that was a good Jamie Carragher impression. That was very good. Yeah, but so, you know, sometimes the uh, the Liverpudlian accent is a bit indecipherable, regardless oh, of who of sometimes. who's actually saying it. I was I was about to say, do they do they speak English ninety nine percent of the time? Probably not. Um, we get the first overall pick, so basically we have Christian McCaffrey. Phenomenal. This draft is coming off is uh, starting off really well, and also Gets we're not drafting there. kickers or defense. That's another thing no. that is not no, happening. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So we'll jump right into this draft. I mean, Adam, I kind of think we should be taking uh, Dalvin Cook here. I think we should take Saquon Barkley, frankly. Oh, I think we should take Derrick Henry. I think we should take T. Higgins. Oh, T. Higgins. That's a great value. Great. T. Higgins first overall. That's a great value. Absolutely. Absolutely immaculate value. Let me tell you right now. Okay. So uh, our first round went as follows. We took Christian McCaffrey first overall because we're not stupid. Uh, Alvin Kamara went... Second overall, Derrick Henry went third. Dalvin Cook went fourth. Saquon Barkley went fifth. Devontae Adams went sixth. Aaron Jones, 107. A.J. Brown? Love it. I absolutely love it. (laughs) What what did I say to you? What did I say to you the other day? You you basically predicted this was going to happen. I said, A.J. Brown, you can make a case to be the number two receiver off the board, and here we are. Here we are. That is here okay. we are. And holy uh, shit, Ezekiel Elliott one hundred and nine, and Jonathan Taylor at one hundred and ten. Yeah, and not a not a lot of surprises in that first round. Maybe Aaron Jones at the one hundred and seven is a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, uh, at the two hundred and one, Nick Chubb two hundred and two, Stephon Diggs two hundred and three, DeAndre Hopkins two hundred and four, Austin Eckler two hundred and five, Tyree Kill two hundred and six, Joe Mixon. 207, Calvin Ridley, 208, Justin Jefferson, and 209, Michael Thomas. A couple of things. Um, Joe Mixon at the 206, uh, he can go in either direction. Um, the Basically, the offensive coordinator for Cincinnati, I forget his name off the top of my head, but came out and said that Joe Mixon is basically not going to come off the field. So if you believe that hype and you believe that Joe Mixon is just going to be on the field and be a three-down back, then two six maybe a steal for for Joe Mixon. I I truly truly believe that. Uh, the only thing with him is is health. He if he can stay on the field and you can tell me he's going to give you fourteen games, he'll be great. He'll be great. Now anything more than that, obviously terrific. Anything less than that, and you start you know you you're you're, you're walking on thin ice. Um, well, but other than that, be, proportionally it would be more like fifteen games because. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if look, if, if you could say Joe Mixon is going to give you 50, I mean, really, it goes for any of these running backs, quite yeah. frankly, because, I mean, you look at you look at all these guys that were that have been drafted at this point. McCaffrey was hurt last year. Dalvin Cook missed a game. Saquon Barkley was hurt. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was not effective at all, probably hurt. Uh, Jonathan Taylor took a little bit to uh, to get going, but once he got going, he was great. Nick Chubb hurt last year. Austin Eckler hurt last year. Joe Mixon hurt last year. So you're really just banging on which running back is not going to be hurt. And you're banking on what running back is going to give you the most amount of games. So if Joe Mixon can give you 15 games, like I said, two six is probably a steal for him. Yeah. I I do like also that Austin Eckler went to the uh, 204 that he was a, that somebody was able to get him in the, in the, uh, in the second round. You know, he's an, he's an interesting one to me. He's a really interesting one to me because I feel like, he go like for me, for me personally, I know a lot of people love Austin Eckler and, and as a lot of people should, but for me, I just prefer that big bruiser of a running back. Whereas Austin Eckler isn't really that in PPR. He's great. I understand that. But you know, for me, he's not exactly my, my big cup of tea. And I say, I prefer big bruisers yet. I've been on the Derrick Henry hate train for the last two years. So. Yeah. So who knows? Consistently inconsistent is what we should all for. a smoke screen. Who would have thought? Smoke screen. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. All right, so we are on the clock at 2.10, and we have a bevy of options at our disposal. And yeah, I, I know think, who I want. Yeah, me too. It's DK Metcalf. Oh, it's K-Makers. 
Okay. Well, we have a back-to-back, so we could take DK and we could take Cam Akers. Okay. That works. Because I'm not taking a tight end here. And I would like to have a running back, because if you look at the running backs that are going to be coming back to us in 19 picks, it's not a lot. You know, you're probably looking at, well, if we don't take Akers, he'll be gone. Gibson will be gone. Swift will be gone. Sanders will be gone. Edwards Alaire probably will be gone. I mean, you could still take J.K. Dobbins. I think J.K. Dobbins will still probably be here. Josh Jacobs will still probably be here. But it's like, you know, the, the options do get slim really, really, really quick. Um, but yeah, I, 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 we, we're taking Cam Akers. I'm not taking no for an answer on that one. Okay. We'll take Cam Akers. We'll, and, we'll and, we'll, take DK. and we'll take DK Metcalf. So we'll take DK Metcalf at the 210. And then we will take Mr. Cam Akers, my love, at the 3 1. And that's a fantastic pick. Wow. Wow, indeed. Yeah. I believe as, as what, uh, as what my guy Homer said in the, uh, in the Odyssey. Yowie wowie. Direct quote, by the way. It's a direct quote. That's a direct quote. Yes. Okay. So we took K Makers with our third, with our pick in the third round. We took DK Metcalf with our pick in the second round, but it's all. K Makers pick of the draft. It's all um, elementary at this point. So it's all semantics. But uh, Travis Kelsey went at the 302. Keenan Allen went at the 303. George Kittle, 304. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 305. Antonio Gibson, 306. Terry McLaurin, 307. Patrick Mahomes, 308. 309. Darren Waller, 310. DeAndre Swift. Terry McLaurin at 37 is a little bit of a surprise. I think, I think that's, a, that's a little high for him. Terry um, McLaurin over Allen Robinson? Give me a break. Yeah, yeah that's that's absurd. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire at a 3-5. That, that definitely is a surprise. I did not expect him to uh, to go this high. Travis Kelsey at the 3-2. I don't think that happens in drafts. I think he goes higher than that. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to go in like the first or second round in a lot of he, drafts. He definitely, I think the second round. I think middle of the second round is probably the most realistic spot where Travis Kelsey probably settles in your drafts. Yeah. But so it, I doubt I doubt that he would be available here in, in the third round. But then, you, you I mean, you see it. The third round here, you have these tight ends just flying off the board. And if we look now at what tight ends are left, you're looking at Hawkinson, you're looking at Andrews, you're looking at Dallas Goddard, no Fant. I mean, it gets slim real quick. So, I mean, again, it just all goes back to what I've said during the pre-draft process last year, and I'm going to say it again. If you don't get one of these top tight ends, you're just better off going back of the bus because you look at what is waiting. I mean, you could take Kyle Pitts. At the, a fantasy pro says Kyle Pitts as the number nine as a number nine tight end i have him as a number six tight end so if you really want to sit back and wait you could take kyle pitts at a pretty decent spot or if you like i mean one of my favorite tight ends this year is tyler higby who is being ranked as number 12 tight end that's basically you know back of the bus bottom of the barrel so you know you don't need to be shelling out premium capital to go get hawkinson or andrews or goddard in the middle of the draft when you can just wait wait until the later rounds and get one of these so-called quote tier three tight ends that fantasy pros has starting with Kyle Pitts and ending with like Hunter Henry. Yeah, exactly. But we are on the clock. Oh no, we didn't even do a uh, fourth round. Excuse me. No, we did not. Silly me. And Deandre Swift at the three ten is, is, is a disgrace. I know a lot of people, a lot of people like him. Uh, I but no, no, absolutely not. All right. So four Oh one Allen Robinson. A great pick pick of the draft. Actually, it's a really, really good pick. It's hell of a value. Hell yeah. of a value. Miles Sanders, 402. DJ Ugh. Moore, 403. Ugh. It's funny because the, the team... So, you know, Fantasy Pros with their mock drafts has has team names. And the team named Hey Darnold picked DJ Moore. So, That's I mean... Brilliant. That's that brilliant. brilliant. Uh, James Robinson at the 404. Not crazy about that pick anymore. Nope. Absolutely uh, not. Chris Godwin at the 405, Julio Jones at the 406, Amari Cooper, 407, Robert Woods, 408, and surprise pick of the draft so far, Najee Harris at 409. Not for me. Not for me. Najee Harris is a top 15 back right off the rip, and that's great value for him. 
that's going to be interesting. I just Give don't me. know how the offensive line is going to do with Najee Harris. Give me Najee Harris over James Robinson. Give me Najee Harris over Miles Sanders. Give me Najee Harris over DeAndre Swift. Give me Najee Harris over Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That's a bold statement. I'm all for bold. I, I'm aware. We've been doing this for, for a bold. while. so. All right, so we are, we are on the clock here. Um, of course, McCaffrey, Akers, Metcalf are our top three picks thus far. Um, Adam, I think one of the picks here has got to be J.K. Dobbins. Lock up our running backs, have three really good ones with, with McCaffrey, Akers, and Dobbins. And then really it's just taking any receiver that we want, that we, that we like. Do you like Mike Evans? I just feel like some touchdown regression is coming with Evans. I'm not a huge fan of Evans, but in the fifth round, I think Evans is, is okay. He's well, okay I mean, here. It's it's either the fourth or the fifth round because obviously we have back to back picks. So well, let's take let's just lock up J.K. Dobbins for right now. Let's get that done. And then really, it's just kind of looking at and just scanning the board and seeing what's here. Uh, I mean, I like C.D. I, Lamb or Adam Thielen. I was about to say, C.D. Lamb is one that I really like, and then Adam Thielen is one I is one I really like as well. Um, I think if we're looking for, I mean, they offer each offers something a little bit different. I mean, I mean, Cooper Cup as well. I kind of like too, but I think he's more. I mean, you have the questions with him and, and his injuries. Uh, you don't really know how durable he is, so you know it's just kind of like, eh, you know, uh, Mike Evans is kind of like that week-to-week ceiling play with not really much of a floor. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is your ultimate home run swing if you think CeeDee Lamb is going to just have a breakout, shatter-the-glass ceiling kind of year, then CeeDee Lamb is the pick. And if you're looking for the ultimate floor play that also gives you the week-to-week upside, Adam Thielen is the play. Yeah, I mean, I th- I like the I like the floor, honestly. You know, it's the first the first or second role of fantasy football, depending on who you ask, is minimizing risk. So absolutely, absolutely. I think we talk about it every year. I mean, how many? I want to see how many times we're going to say uh, minimize minimize risk from now until we get to uh, we get to our draft show. Well, I would say I'll say this: if we had a drinking game, if we took a shot every time we said minimizing risk, we probably wouldn't make it to week one. You'd be attending my funeral. Yep. You, you, Actually, you would we, be. we'd we'd be do, we'd, we'd be organizing our uh, our fantasy league up in uh, up in heaven, making sure that uh, that got my, my that our homie God has the number one overall pick. We'd be attending each other's funerals as ghosts. Yep, no doubt. Hey, Adam, look at this guy. This guy was going to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round, number eight overall last year. Unbelievable. I know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, so we're taking Adam Thielen? Yep. I'm good with that. I am completely, completely good with that. I think it gives you uh, some week-to-week safety. A little bit of, a, of an injury concern with, with Thielen, especially as he gets older. But, I mean, I have no problem with uh, with Thielen. I, I, I've always liked Adam Thielen whenever I've had him. He's always done really, really uh, good things for me. All right. So at the 502, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, Brandon. I know. Brandon. 503, the aforementioned Cooper Cup. 504, David Montgomery. 505, Deontay Johnson. 506, Mike Evans. 507, C.D. Lamb. 508, Chris Carson. 509, Kenny Galladay. And 510, T. Higgins. Ha. 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 Yeah. What the fuck is happening? I thought I thought this was over. I thought we I didn't thought have to deal over. with this anymore. I thought it was over too. What? What? Why? Why? But why? Why? Doesn't make any sense. Why? Especially now with Jamar Chase there, I just don't see T. Higgins being a fifth round pick. Christ, no, 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 no need to exhaust that. Nope. We 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 already killed twenty minutes of the show already. Talking about Star Wars, you will um, be here for another hour just talking about T Higgins and why him going at the five ten is an absolute and utter disgrace. Well, just you wait a second. 
for the end of the sixth round. But let's start off with the beginning of the sixth round. Josh Allen at the 601. Josh, you poop. Pick of the the draft. Fuck that. Uh, Pick of the draft. Fuck that. Absolutely not. Uh, 602, Tyler Lockett. 603, Mark Andrews. 604, TJ Hawkinson. 605, Lamar Jackson. 606, Kyler Murray. 607, Dak Prescott. Pick of the draft. (laughs) 608, Chase Edmonds. And 609, Jamar Chase. Excuse me, Adam. At the pick, nice. At the 6'9". Yeah. At the nice pick. The nice pick, Jamar Chase. Oh, God. But why, though? Yuck. Yuck. Why? Why, Jamar Chase? I have no idea. Ugh. Christ. Tyler Lockett, 6'2", is a little little high for me, personally. I think that's a little... Yeah, high. And then we had this. We had this run on quarterbacks. Chase Edmonds, the six eight. Yeah, that's also kind of kind of crazy. I was like, really, Yuck. Chase Edmonds? Nope, nope. The hell with that. When you have Mike Davis still here as well, who I love, I love, 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 love Mike Davis. And then at the pick, nice Jamar Chase. That is not nice. No, that is wretched. No. Absolutely not nice at all. Wretched, horrid, disgusting, pitiful, vile. Hate it. Use any adjective that you'd like for a nice pick that is ungodly. Of course. That is not a nice pick. No. Who are you thinking about picking here? I Um, see Aaron Rodgers is available. Aaron Rodgers is available. He's very tempting because, of of course, I I love Jeopardy. I love my guy, Aaron Rodgers. My guy, Mr. Host of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers. But if, if, if I'm really looking at this from a clear perspective, I'm looking at Josh Jacobs sitting here. I think, you know, at the at the end of the sixth round going into the seventh, I think just based on talent and talent alone, I think it's great value. I agree. Obviously, I don't like him, but you're getting you're getting a guy that we just saw be a top 15 running back. You're getting him in the sixth round. And yeah, I understand the situation's changed totally. But still. Even if it's a guy that I don't necessarily love, you got to put that aside when it's great value. I mean, at this point, he is going to be our fourth running back. Also, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be our fourth running back. He so, absolutely is. But it really just comes down to, to who who do we like more? Do we like Josh Jacobs more? Do we like Miles Gaskin more? Who Miami seems really high on and looks like that Miles Gaskin is going to be the number one guy, um, at least to start for Miami. I just always go with talent over anything else, and Josh Jacobs is the guy there. Or, or, do we go with Mike Davis? Hmm. I think. Hmm. It's it's tough. It's really tough. I think we should. Let's just go go crazy and just pick Mike Davis. Mike Davis, I'm all for it. I'm totally all for that. Love Mike Davis, great guy. And then we need a receiver here. Absolutely need a receiver here. It's between. Juju, Tyler Boyd, Odell for me, and Claypool. What about DJ Chark? You like Trevor Lawrence's number one receiver? Yeah. I'm all for it. All for it. <laughs> You'll see who went after DJ Chark. It's actually kind of funny. Oh, God, I'm afraid. Oh, dear God. Okay. So, seven oh two, Travis Etienne. That's interesting. Yowie, wowie. Dallas Goddard, seven oh three. Curtis Samuel, seven oh four. Seven oh five, Odo Beckham Jr. Joshua Jacobs, seven oh six. I mean, it's great value at the seven six. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, That's really such good. Good value. That's speaking such of, good value. Holy speaking crap. Speaking of good value, Tyler Boyd at the 707. He's one of my favorite value picks this year. He's a guy that just gets slept on all the time and always produces. Always. He's he's very good. He's not exciting or anything. I think that's why he gets slept on is because he just doesn't – he doesn't excite a lot of people. makes a lot of people go, wow, but he's just consistently really good. Yeah. Um, Brandon Cooks, 708. Juju Smith-Schuster, 709. Noah Fant, 710. 
Oh, love Noah Fant. Great guy. Pick of the draft. I will refrain from saying the name of the person who has picked it. Oh, my. One, because I know that Bird hates him. Are you fucking kidding me? I'll just say this. His initials are DS. Debo fucking Samuel at the 8-1? That's a disgrace. Yeah. Debo Samuel over Cortland Sutton, Robbie Anderson, Antonio Brown, and Will Fuller. It's not That's good. a fucking disgrace. If you listen to this podcast and you openly pick Debo Samuel, you are asking, asking for last place. Do not pick Debo Samuel. Thank you very much for coming to my TED Talk today. God bless. Okay. Um, that's a fucking disgrace. Yeah, no, that's terrible. Oh my god, Debo Samuel gets me so angry. Uh, so future host of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers, went at the 802. Pick of the draft, great guy. Miles Gaskin went at the 803. Good pick, good pick, great value there. Cortland Sutton went the went at the 804. Could be great value, could be. Robbie Anderson went at the 805. Uh, Antonio Brown went at the 806. Wolf That's Fuller. That's absolutely fucking disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Fuller, 807. Ugh. Jalen Hurts, 80, 808. God and almighty. Deshaun Watson, 809. This draft uh, is going off the rails. I mean, look, if Deshaun Watson is going to play in the 809, it's great value. That's if he's going to play, though. That's the only problem that you don't know. All right, but we are uh, we are on the clock. Um, just a little recap of our squad here: uh, Christian McCaffrey, Cam Akers, DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, DJ Sharky Sharky Shark, DJ Chuck, and J.K. Dobbins. We are on the clock here. Oh, and Mike Davis as well. Okay. I'm not crazy about taking a quarterback here. I think we're just deep in the rabbit hole at this point that we can wait and just take a guy like Joe Burrow and we'll be okay, even though I know you love Russell Wilson, Adam. And do we have DK Metcalf so we can go for the Wilson-Metcalf stack? But um, for me, we'll put Justin Herbert's here. Oh, I love Justin Herbert. I love him a lot. I like Justin Herbert too. Let's I love it. Justin Herbert. <laughs> I, I'm thinking here, Chase Claypool, Justin Herbert. Okay, let's do it. Done. All right, so Claypool and Mr. Justin Herbert. Great guy. What what a king. What a king. Wow. Oh my God. This is just this is just this just gets diabolical. Oh my God. Oh oh my god. Oh my. Yeah, this is this is just fucking pitiful. At the nine two, we have Michael Pittman. The 9-3, we have Kareem the Dream Hunt. At the 9-4, we have Melvin Gordon. I think it could be great value if he gets some time before Javante Williams comes and swipes his job. 9-5, we have Jarvis Landry. 9-6, we have Jerry Judy. 9-7, Russell Wilson. Great value for Russell Wilson, at least for the first half of the year. And then if when he gets starts off hot, trade his ass. 9-08, we have Raheem Mostert. 9-9, we have Ronald Jones. 9-10, we have Devontae Parker. And let the drop-off begin, ladies and gentlemen. Marquise Hollywood-Brown at the 10-1. Naeem Hines at the 10-2. Damian Harris at the 10-3. LaVisca Chenault at the 10-4. Great value. A lot of a very popular sleeper pick for a lot of people. Leonard Fournette at the 10-5. David Johnson at the 10-6. Michael Carter, Jets' new running back at the 10-7. Tony Pollard at the 10-8, Trey Sermon at the 10-9, and then we have just selected Corey Davis at the 10-10. That is a pick that I think Adam and I will both be completely okay with, and there will be no disagreement on that at all nope, in terms know, of us taking no Corey Davis. You need no input for me. I, could, I didn't even need to be here for that. I love that pick. Uh, thank you so much, Adam. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we, uh, we do agree on that. Um, and then for the next selection – uh, we could go tight end if we want to. Logan Thomas is here. Robert Tunyon is here. Um, I, I still think Kyle Pitts is here. Kyle Pitts is here. Yep. 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 Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Let's go for it. So Kyle Pitts is off the board. Just a little excitement with uh, with Kyle Pitts. It's exactly what the uh, 
what the squad needs. But again, you're going bottom of the bottom of the barrel with the tight ends and still, still get a guy that could be potentially really, really exciting. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Kyle Pitts is he's definitely I mean, we talk about minimizing risk, but like Kyle and rookies are are very risky picks because you don't know how they're going to be in the NFL. But Kyle Pitts has so much upside. He's a fucking unicorn. He's amazing. He's a fucking unicorn. Love him. All right. So we picked Kyle Pitts at the 1101. Cole Beasley went at the 1102. Beasley season? Marvin pick of Jones. the draft. It's three three pick of the, picks of the draft so far. It's about probably six if we're being realistic. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Jones at 1103. The real pick of the draft was at the 10-10. Our team taking Corey Davis. Yeah, that's that's fair. Great guy. Love him. Absolute king. Continue, Adam. I I, I apologize. I, I just need to give my, my, my son Corey Davis some airtime. Okay. Uh 1104, Mike Williams. 1105, Robert Tunyon. The nail. Great guy. 1106, Mike Yasiki. 11.07, Kenyon Drake. 11.08, James Conner. 11.09, T.Y. Hilton. 11.10, Tariq Cohen. Are you done? Uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see what the next round gives us. Uh, 12.01, Devin Singletary. God almighty. Uh, 12.02, Javante Williams. Hmm. Okay, I like that. The... Hey, Darnold team strikes again. Tevin Coleman. Ew. Yucky. It's not, it's not great. Uh, 12.04, Zach Moss. Zach Moss, can you go get me a cup of coffee in the coffee shop? Zach take Moss. The, take the dog for a walk. Hey, Zach Moss, can you take the dog for a walk, please? Every time. And while you're out for that walk, can you go to Starbucks and get me a cup of coffee? 12.05, J.D. McKissick. And then can you get me a bottle of water? 12.06, A.J. Dillon. 12.07, Gus Edwards. Gus 12.08, value pick, Tyler Higby. Pick of the draft. And 12.09, Darrell Williams. All right, this pick is easy for us. Very easy. Lock up Chuba Hubbard. Get the handcuff for Christian McCaffrey. That's obviously going to be very, very, very important to our overall team. And then here, it's really just, uh, you know, rounding out rounding out this roster. We have uh, we have two picks left. We're going to be uh, – we're going to get half Mr. Irrelevant here. So uh, we do have one quarterback. I think we're probably – I think the best way to go here is to just take a quarterback at a tight end. If we uh, just because we pick are Tom Brady, I'm leaving this call. <laughs> well, very lucky that I was not targeting Tom Brady. Uh, you're very lucky that I am going to uh, select our, our guy, my guy, Joe Burrow. Okay. You have a problem with Joe Burrow? No, I do not. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. All right. Then I'm making sure we take our Smith to end, to end the draft. So we picked Joe Burrow at the 1301. Ryan Tannehill went at the 13.02. Latavius Murray went at the 13.03. Michael Gallup, 13.04. Logan Thomas, 13.05. Jamal Williams, 13.06. I love Jamal Williams as a value pick. Oof. Tom Brady, 13.07. Darnell Mooney, 13.08. Carson Wentz. Very pick big of the draft. Big value pick, 13.09. And Sterling Shepard, 13.10. Ah. As projectile vomit. Yeah. For those who were curious. Hunter Henry, 1401. Great guy. Hall of Fame tight end. Friend of the podcast. Well, he was. And then he signed with New England. And now Adam, he's in the tight end committee. Respect your manners, young man. That is a friend of the podcast. Jameson Crowder. Love the, love the guy. Probably going to be a post-June 1st cut, but whatever. I do, I do love him. He's great. Jameson Crowder, 1402. Evan Ingram, 1403. Christian Kirk, 1404. Johnu Smith, 1405. Devontae Smith, 1406. Matthew Stafford, 1407. That's a really good value pick. 
next two are. Trevor Lawrence, 1408. Jalen Waddle. good. Yeah. Jalen Waddle, 1409. And then 1410. Mr. Irrelevant, who definitely is not irrelevant. Irv Smith Jr. One of my favorites. But a beef, a beef for this mock. See, this is what Fantasy Pros does. It makes me, it makes me want to think that I should hate this team. I don't hate this team. I love this team. I like this team a lot. Listen, it's based off of off of the consensus. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, we definitely had a higher a higher opinion on some of these guys than than the consensus did. Yeah, and in some cases we had a lower opinion on some of the guys that were drafted than the consensus true. did. True. Very but true. That's the beauty of something subjective like fantasy football and sports in general where it's all Ain't opinions. that the truth? Yep. But overall, I mean, just the general thoughts of this team, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. It helps when you have the first overall pick, but it does. It does, and you're able to uh, to just take Christian McCaffrey and uh, and call it a day. Not much, not much thought goes into that. But outside of that, I think it's a really, really good team. Of course, my son Cam Akers, my son DK Metcalf, uh, my son Corey Davis. I mean, my son Irv Smith. I have a lot of my children on this team. I'm a very proud dad with this team. Very, very proud dad. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes of everything under the Basement Talk Podcast umbrella wherever you get your podcasts. And next week, Bird and I, actually, next week, Bird and Jake will be doing a special episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show talking about Dynasty. Yeah, so the plan is um, Adam and I will be on for one show next week uh, doing probably looking just looking at ADP and just looking at values, looking at reaches, seeing uh, there's been any, any data shifts that have occurred since the draft. And then the other show next week for the fantasy show will be, uh, will be Jake and I coming on and uh, doing a big time dynasty discussion, looking at. Uh, rookie drafts specifically, and then we'll be talking about a lot of uh, a lot of startup ideas as well, uh, guys to really target and start up dynasty uh, dynasty leagues. And um, yeah, it's going to be uh, be a good time. Then Adam will be on the Basement Talk podcast. So, and we'll be talking about anything other than football on the Basement Talk podcast. So, that's that is absolutely ain't that the truth? Yes. For my co-host, Ed Birdsall, I am Adam Castor, and we will talk to you next time on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Bye-bye.